0: Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and there's no accident that you tuned in today. Phyllis Mitz, astrologer extraordinaire, Guide, post for many, unbelievable author, speaker, welcome to Boost Power
1: Podcast. Hi, Betsy, and thanks for having me. I've
0: heard about you behind your back for years and years and years. (laughs) Our mutual friend, uh, Christy Bells, has always talked about you. And I've been fascinated because I'm the 101 girl for astrology, right? I probably sang the song Age of Aquarius when I was growing up. That's about all I know. So you have such a fascinating career in an area of service. But I want to, before we get to today, I want to go back and and talk about your journey because what we try to do on Boost Power Podcast is tell the true stories of women and how it happened, what happened that got you to today. Because people look at your success and you know your your celebrities that you help and all the things, and they're like, "Oh, piece of cake for Phyllis. You know, she just woke up into that." But I want to tell the real story. So go back a little bit and talk about your path to like being of service in the world through astrology. What an interesting course.
1: I'll tell you, I I, I do love it so much. Um, I'm one of those people that happened to be very lucky because I did know that I wanted to do this from the time I was really young, like really young, like, you know, you know, in Cleveland, Ohio you know, we had the Cleveland plane dealer and, you know, the horoscope section would be right next to the funny the funny people. And so I'd be reading the comics, but I'd also always think, what is it about that astrology column that was just so exciting? And so, you know, I just started thinking about the different signs. And then, you know, at some point, you know, before I could really read that well, my sister would read the signs to me. and And then just one night at dinner, I just sat with my family and I went with each family member and said what sign they were and what the qualities in them were. And I remember my mom and dad looking at each other like, um, what's going on here? And, and and it just grew from there. And it was just always so obvious to me that this is something that has a tremendous amount of validity not necessarily, you know, those sun sign columns, although they can be really right on, you know, it depends on who's the writer. But um, I, I just thought it was like, don't you people see this? That 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 we are our sides in, in many, many ways. And, and so when I was in seventh grade, you know, we were putting kind of these special classes if we were really, you know, excelling in academics. And I happened to be in this class and, and um, with the same kids all day. And so my teacher, Said, all right, do you want to arrange these kids, you know, my fellow classmates, according to their astrology sign to see if, you know, when we're put together with signs that we should get along, do we get along? And, you know, do we quarrel with, you know, supposedly incompatible signs? And I did a lot of experimenting, but it was really taken, it was really accepted. And, you know, I think, wasn't that a gift in my life in, you know, Ohio? Could, because Ohio could be so conservative that. You know, it was like, sure, this is what you want to do. Let's do it. And, you know, of course, that's when the hippies and flower power was emerging. And and as you say, the age of Aquarius, and, you know, it just seemed all so promising and so delightful. And, you know, I just kept pursuing it. And, you know, then I went to catechism classes and, you know, what is astounding about my destiny, and I see a lot of this with other people's destiny, that if a person is often on track, they're helped. So, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, isn't astrology something that is, let's say like, you know, not, you know, frowned upon by the churches. But my minister said, oh, you believe in astrology? And he found all these passages in the Bible that confirmed it. And so when I went to college, I studied psychology and sociology, but honestly, nothing hit hit it, I thought like, got to the point of who we are, like astrology. So that's, you know, I kind of just came up watching it. And, you know, of course, falling in love a lot. You know, I had to look at my boyfriend's charts. And man, did I learn a lot that
0: way. Of course. And you kind of have the inside scoop that everyone's thinking, like, do you also do dating counseling? Because perhaps you could check my match. Uh, After 20 years, I'm reading your book. Uh, You are everyone's sign. I'm reading the book. And I'm silently reading about my husband going like. That is so true. Okay. I got to tell you the best line out of your book for me. This is the best part is I am a bargain shopper. I love junking. I love the Goodwill. I'll drive all the way to Lakewood to Mile High Thrift, right? Even in COVID, I go junking and I'm reading in the book. I'm reading the book and it says that Taurus, if there's a bargain in the neighborhood, she will find it. And I laughed out loud so much my husband woke up and he's like what is going on i said this book by phyllis just said that if there's a bargain i will find it and that is so true about me i it is like how could something in my star sign like paragraph after paragraph after paragraph hit so close to home and be so identifiable so when you go back to astrology 101 so let's be me And I know there's stars in the sky and they make a pattern. And I was born at a certain time and a place. And when I was born, the stars were at a certain time and a place, the planets. And that made me my uniqueness of me. And that's about how much I know. (laughs) So you take it kind of like, you know, where does it kind of go from there?
1: um, Well, first of all, you know a lot then. Because what most people don't know is we are way more than our sun sign. Because remember, and that's why I titled my book, Your Every Sign, because first of all, every planet in our solar system and some asteroids also seem to influence us in very specific ways. And usually these planets are all spread out throughout all the different signs of the zodiac. So when each one of us is born, we have our own unique collection of different planets and different signs. And they relate to each other. They're at different geometric angles. And all of that not only defines who we are, but as the planets move, like let's say we're born, of course, this, the planets are still moving. And then they unlock these things in us. They open things. They they show our journey. So not only does astrology say, well, you know, here's, here is why you are the way that you are. And Betsy, you know, so, okay, if, so if you're a Taurus and you're a certain way as a Taurus, great. That, you know, the sun sign is maybe, let's say, our spiritual urge, right? What, what our spirit wants to learn. But, but you have all these other signs in you that might actually be completely contradictory to that. And, and that's why we're so unique and complex. And, and my favorite thing about astrology is when I, when I do a reading... And I explain this complexity that people have, including, you know, the conflicts and the troubles they've had. It's right there in the chart that it seems to give a person a sense of meaning of all this. Like, I was born to be this way, that there's nothing wrong. I didn't make any mistake. I'm not an underachiever. So in that way, the the chart keeps moving. It's very much alive throughout our whole life, and it keeps timing things it keeps unfolding things and triggering different kinds of experiences and that's why it's so rich.
0: Well tell so tell me I because I kind of know because you did my reading, so I'm cheating. I did have a recent reading and I'm waiting very anticipating that next week, the end of my thirty-year cycle, and you're going to be listening to this in the summer, so you'll have to call me to see whatever happened. But I'm going to walk around next week, just looking around. Um, but I digress. Tell everybody what a chart is, because I just don't want to assume people understand. And how do you make one?
1: Oh, it's a really great question. What we do is we collect the birth day, the exact time of birth, and we can get that on our birth certificate and the exact location. And then, you know, we used to do this by hand, like my, my mom used to, you know, all night be casting charts with logarithms and, you know, hundreds of books. And But now with the click of a computer, and even there's these free websites for anybody who wants to do it, which is amazing in one generation that this has happened. Anyway, we cast a chart of what the whole solar system looked like from that baby's first breath at that moment. And that's why let's say no two signs will ever be alike because the sky will never look the same. Even if twins are born, they're born at different minutes. So the charts are different. And so in that way, we each get to be, you know, we can say like Taurus is, yeah, you know, they have these traits and they are there. And at the same time, we can kind of pick different different kinds of traits. We can kind of pick and choose what quality of this sign do we want to develop and what quality of this sign, you know, either is not that strong in us or we want to step away from that. So it's kind of good to know the whole, well, it's not kind of good, it's great to look at our whole chart and see really what do we have going for us? And most importantly, I think, what are we here to learn? Like, why why were we born? with these planets in these particular places? What was our soul intending? And what are these planets representing for us to learn and the timing of our learning? It's it's just so full of information. Betsy, we could have talked morning, noon and night, gotten our jammies, never slept, stayed up for a week and never ever covered I, what your chart would say about you. We could go on and on. It's just so
0: rich. So so an example for those listening that are trying to say, well, what does that look like? So being a tourist, which would be my main sign, I was born in April. One part is being a bull, which is bullheaded and not, never giving up. So that works for you. If you're working toward a goal, you're building a small business, it works for you, but it might not work for you. If you're not willing to change and really notice that something changed and whatever the path was, maybe is not your best path anymore. So that would be an example of understanding your sign to say, yes, that is so me. I'm dedicated. I am loyal. I read to my husband, honey, you're so lucky you married me. I'm so loyal and dedicated. And I am. And and I noticed another funny thing is when I decide to do something and I told someone I'm going to do it, I do it. Even if it isn't great, and if it's in the snowstorm, and it's not fun, I do it because I said I was going to do it. So that's (laughs) an insight that my astrological chart gave me working with Phyllis, that then I could also say, but Betsy, where are you? just stubbornly staying with something that could be time to give that up and let that go for something else to come along. So that's kind of a modern day interpretation. We're going to take a quick break. I know you're all like, I want to chart right now. I want to see my planetary future. Well, you can, we will be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. We're back with Phyllis Smith, and she does have ways books. We'll talk about it in the end, but you can get it and start to explore this for you. But Phyllis, so how did you launch this 30-year career though, actually helping people all over the world that seek you out like me, heard about you forever, finally just pulled that trigger? How did you get to actually
1: do this for a living? Um well, it you know, this is again one of those those destiny things where when when I or when one leans into what they love, what they're called to do, the universe just seems to keep opening it up and opening it up. So um, you know, I did it, you know, for so many years. But what I really think changed it is years and years ago when I first moved to Denver. I sold real estate for a couple of years, which I really didn't like. And you know, on my desk it was full of astrology books. So somebody would come in to say, you know, should I buy a house? And I'd look to see, does their chart say they're going to buy it, or is it time? And then you know, but I moved. I moved, and I came to Denver, and decided I just want to be a waitress for a minute and have no pressure, and you know, go to yoga school. So I started doing charts in a restaurant for people, and and it's one of those things where it became a word of mouth, and it became a word of mouth, and it became a word of mouth, and you know, I can't really tell you how it really flowed and opened. I can't tell you to this day. But, you know, I see like, um, like my relatives who wanna be um, doctors or therapists or, you know, they'll say, well, how, how did you set up this, this practice? And, you know, I just think that if we lean into it and start it, that it, it will happen. I, you know, I don't wanna to be too idealistic about it, but I think if we're called to do something, the universe really does make it open for us. And so I just found that I did the work
0: Well, and I would like to say it was so convenient because now with technology, I could just go online, click. I wanted an appointment. You have a new person deal. That was really nice and fun. And I've already sent you people yesterday. My nail tech, (laughs) she's going to call you like because once you get somebody who's great and really pure and really educated and comes from the right place. I think it's very easy for that word of mouth to happen because people say, wow, I had such a good experience. It was a wonderful insight. So over the years, so people listening now are so curious. So tell us some stories. You don't have to mention names, but of over the years, how people have used insights that you have helped them discern and how they've you know, used it in their life or it's been a, a piece to their growth or finding their dreams. Give us a couple stories.
1: Oh, my God. There's just so, 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 so. Many, but one that just popped into my mind thinking about, you know, my years of uh, selling real estate is I remember, you know, we're on a team and I remember doing one of the uh, the guys, one of the salesman's charts who was really not doing well at all. And yet I looked at his chart and he had a lot of the signs, Gemini, and and I thought this is the sign of a great salesman. He should be really great at this. And I said, you know, I can't remember his name said hey, he should be doing very well and you know the people in the office like laughed out loud and um, and i thought well you know that's what the chart says but he heard it and he took it in and he applied himself and he 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 ended up not only becoming salesman of the year he bought the company and and so you know i think that just like any any signal of wait a minute, you have this, can really, really work out. And then I had another client on a, on another note that owned a bank. And I said, you know, I think somebody is stealing money from your bank. And, and, and that was definitely not what he wanted to hear. But he in, he he investigated and it turns out that a security guard was actually stealing from him. So that, you know, that's a little sidebar, but that was kind of a very unique thing what, what, you know, what is most prevalent in my practice are career choices and time and very much relationship choices and time and timing. You know, you can imagine that we all want to know when will we be loved. And, um, you know, that there's some people that, you know, I, some that I will just have to say, it just isn't your year, but this is your year. And, you know, again, you know, so many times, you know, I'll get these emails that say, you know, I, I was just, you know, I just couldn't believe that this relationship wasn't going to work out. But turns out you were right. And this relationship is great. So, you know, kind of knowing that they're, they're usually the big things in our life and even the medium things are written and to know what our soul wants to do. Sometimes, you know, we want our soul to rush up and do something quicker. But just to know what we're capable of that, you know, like last yesterday I was talking to a really brilliant young Kid, um, he has a brilliant career ahead of him, and and you know it was between being a kindergarten teacher or a physician, and both were in his chart, and and so I thought both would satisfy, and 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 in and and, and, and and another point about that is he's a very very sensitive, and can you imagine being fourteen and a very sensitive kid, and yet that very sensitivity is going to end up being his superpower for how he works with either being a pediatrician or being a teacher. So sometimes the things that we judge the most about ourselves are are actually hidden our hidden superpowers. And the chart will say that. And so have there, and this
0: is again my curiosity and maybe others listening's curiosity. So what happens if you look in a chart and it says, oh no, you know, next year looks like it's going to be a tough time or perhaps there's a global pandemic coming or whatever you know and you don't want to say and plant that seed just somebody just say well expect expect it to be really bad you're going down but how do you um how do you do that when you see it as the professional and how do you uh use that to the best of someone's way what's what happens with that that is uh,
1: that's why I've got a master's degree in counseling so I do my best to to not implant people and still be a good astrologer i mean they're hiring me to say you know should i take this job and and so you know like like just this week somebody asked me if she should start her own business and when i looked i thought it was great this year but when i looked at next year i thought those are the aspects that usually people have when they have to change everything or things slow down And so I had to say, great this year, enthusiastic, yes. And yet, would you be prepared to change everything next year? Or would you be ready to have a hard year? Do you have the funds and the resources for a harder year? Same thing with when people are being, um, you know, when the public eye, I do quite a few people who have very, very, very prominent careers. And I will tell them, you know, watch what you tweet these days. You know, because this is when one can be most misunderstood. Now, sometimes we're so motivated. We don't care if we're going to be misunderstood. We want to say it or, you know, or somebody wants to get a surgery and it looks like it might not be the best time. I'll say it doesn't look like the best time. If you can change it, change it. If not, know that it might take a little longer to heal. And that's reality, right? Right. Well, that is cool. And I think
0: your counseling degree really comes through in that I too, because I'm a public person and I have this podcast, I'm always so careful to speak about possible and to always open up opportunity because I really believe, and you might agree, that it begins with our own story. We believe about ourselves. So someone like you can give us some great information and some really helpful hints to help us create that story that is worthy of this lifetime that we're living.
1: And you know, and and that is exactly the point that nothing in the chart is against us. Like even our hard years, the the chart will tell you, yeah, this is hard because this is specifically what you're gonna learn from this. So there's nothing punitive or, ooh, that's a bad luck. It's basically saying, you know, this is what you're gonna learn. This is, use this to your advancement. And that's also why, again, I love astrology. I'd love to bring the psychology and the spirituality into it, because if there's a sense of the universe is really organized for us, for our purpose, everything that happens is the universe gently, lovingly trying to teach us something. And, you know, it's always nice to have kind of a clue as to what that is. <laughs> well, and to understand, you
0: know, everyone was complaining, oh, 2020, the worst year ever. And I had to think. God for every day and 2020 gave me the opportunity with 62 women to create the stew book and 2020 made our family have Sunday calls on Zoom with my 85-year-old dad and never have I seen my sister's grandson grow up every week who lives in a different state but because we get on with my 85-year-old dad to connect with him who's been you know isolated because of the covid as we've called it It was a blessing that now I've seen Cameron go from baby out of the womb to running across the floor. And I, living out of state, would never see that. So I keep trying to say, God uses everything for good. And if you just stop, even in the worst of times and say, "Okay, you know, but here's where we are. And so one step, one breath, one astrological chart and we can get to the next thing well if you would be giving if someone's very curious about uh, what you do and astrology in general and how that supports them that would be kind of one thing you would tell everyone listening if they're just kind of starting out and thinking about it
1: if they're starting out about thinking about practicing astrology well no just kind of
0: exploring how that might fit how they might get some insights into themselves
1: oh there's so many you know just go online there are so many brilliant things being published so, you know, astrologers by and large are very generous in their sharing because we're so excited, you know, every day we're like, can you believe this is happening? So just going online and there's three astrology charts, as I had said, and they'll describe some of the basics. You know, if you think a computer readout can be so accurate, can you imagine what, you know, an astrologer can do for you? So it's a, it's very available. And there, you know, and it's all levels of consciousness, you know, and so you check your astrologers consciousness and so however you like to think, however you like to see the world, there is an astrology site there for you. And it, it's so worth getting to know it's just give it a chance it is so fascinating and helpful just so helpful.
0: Right. And I, I just find it part of the adventure. I always think everyone is given different ways to serve. And your way to serve is fascinating to me. It's got science. It's got math. It's got insight. It's got your intuition. It's got my intuition. It's got all these moving pieces. And then you in a moment can come and say, well, this hour is about you, Betsy. Let's really be about you. And And I don't know how many of you out there really spend your time about everybody else but there is nothing like having an hour dedicated to someone like phyllis who can give you some insights chat with you about your questions explore who you are it's the best investment i've made in a long time and i'm just sad that i'm 60 well 59 and a half and holding and 60 by the time this podcast plays and i waited that long to reach out to you because it is just such a fun piece to the puzzle and i just I just so honor on behalf of everyone who has worked with you. I want to say thank you. Um, oh. Tell everyone because, because of technology, you in Iceland, I know you're listening to Boost Power Podcast because <laughs> I see my stats. You all over Europe, you in Australia, you can just check your time zone and make a scheduled appointment with Phyllis. So tell everyone how to find you.
1: Um, they can and thank you, Betsy. That was really sweet. Um, my um, website is astrologerphyllis.com. And because nobody in our generation is named Phyllis, I will tell you how to spell it. P-H-Y-L-L-I-S dot com. Astrologerphyllis dot com.
0: And tell them about your books. I'd love to see them. Tell them about your books, because I really think that that's a fun way to kind of get into it, because you have time to, like, read about all the different signs.
1: Um, My first book is called Your Every Sign. And that one really goes from the spiritual purpose of why are you that sign? all the way down to personality traits and, you know, little details about the sign. And that I'm still selling on Amazon. My Astrology Secrets to Hot Romance, which is a very actual in-depth uh, book about relationships. But the, the, the year we published it, I think my, I had, I had some, uh, my competition was the Sexy Sex Spots Guide to Sex. So we had to heat it up a little bit. But it's actually a very thoughtful book on romance and all relationships. That you would contact me on my website. And
0: um, yeah, it's easy to get. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, the last thing we do on Boost Power Podcast is we draw a card from the Dream Big, Live Big deck. And I'm going to shuffle them and focus on this card is for Phyllis. And you focus on what is the card for Phyllis. And you're going to see it before me because I'm drawing it so you see it first. And the question is, name your next brave move. You had your brave self. Name your next brave move. What is your brave move? What does your, your chart say? What does your chart say?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, dating. Dating. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. But, yeah, I, I, it's time for me to date. And um, I haven't really, I, I, you know, I had a very sweet divorce a few years ago. And I've been very happy. Uh, as a single woman. But lately, and, and you know, definitely my chart says this, but I was holding it off. But lately, I thought, all right, I will jump into that. But oh, it's, it, it's kind of scary for me. It's kind of like, oh, my God, but exciting at the same time.
0: Well, I got to tell you a girl to girl story and all the rest of you listening are just going to have to suffer. But my friend, Dr. Deb Kern, who is around our same age. She moved to go help her son in college. She was in the middle of Oklahoma. So she goes to to a farmer's market and she thinks, maybe I should date a farmer. Because you know that, I like farmer's markets. Maybe I'd like a farmer. (laughs) So she posts and she gets 136 farmers with their first post all wanting to date her. She prays about it, thinks about it, probably checks her local chart, deserts it to three, picks one. He's a millionaire with a huge farm a great spa that is on his farm. She's going to get to do personal retreats for her clients on his farm that overlooks the wilderness. He's a great guy and he does yoga. And she found him on a date, a farmer website in Oklahoma. So I'm just saying God works in mysterious ways. And uh, you know, I I tell that story to all of us because it's kind of like, Hey, put it out there. You know, she's like, this was the greatest thing that ever happened. And he's a great person and she's having a lot of fun. So just saying, could be date a farmer. Don't know. Check, well, I, I am certainly
1: inspired by that story. And it's Farmers a great story.
0: Sure. And yeah. it's a great story. I love stories of women in their 50s, women in their 60s, 70s. I don't know. But uh, I think anything you want, go for it. Like, what the heck? What's the worst thing? You don't date a farmer. What's the best thing? 163 of them all respond. Good for the ego, you know? That day, it's a good day. Well, you've been listening to Booze Power Podcast. It has been a blessing for Phyllis Mitz to share her story, her story of service, her story of, you know, using her gifts that she started as a kid. And it's so funny when you tell that story, because I grew up in Indiana, and I would read those horoscopes. And I would be like, Taurus, go to the world today and blah, blah, And I'd be like empowered by this person who knew who was writing it. And I would always look for those horoscopes. And my mom would be doing the crossword and I would get out the horoscopes in the paper. And for those young people that are listening. We used yeah. to have printed papers that came to <laughs> our home in yeah. the olden days. But uh, I always love that. And I'm so glad that that was uh, the start of your great service in the world. And we are so happy to have you on Boost Power Podcast. Thank you for all of you that are listening. Please just share this with people looking to plug in for education, inspiration, great stories, and something you were meant to to hear today because today is the first day of the rest of your life and you get the power. You get to pick and something in this story is your story. Maybe it's just getting your chart done, getting a little prediction and getting going with some help from Phyllis. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We will be here for you weekly. I am your host, Betsy Wearsma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.